My name is Lola Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. Well, uh, this is gonna be, um, kind of an odd one because this is the third and final entry into our December looking at... Actually, now that I think about it, I wonder if this is even gonna be in December, but regardless... No. Actually, it should be, technically. Is but come out next week? Uh, not next week, but the week after, which I think technically is still December. It's like December 30th, I think. Um, the 27th to the 31st are the uh, weekdays. Okay, so yes. All right. So you, if you're hearing this one to come out, it should be December 30th. Because, yeah, because the first is on a Saturday. Regardless, this is the third of our entry of stuff that... I'm finding out that actually not a whole lot of these are available, the Manga UK dubs available. But uh, anime that are kind of of a type, uh, that being the now technically late 80s, or late 80s early 90s, kind of schlocky stuff. Uh, your stuff's like, we did Cyber City 80808. Um, Wicked City is also another famous one. Uh, Angel Cop. Uh, and this one is kind of one of the more notorious ones, because I felt like we had to do one of the more things like Wicked City or Angel Cop. Um, we're talking about Goku Midnight Eye today, uh, which you could kind of put, tie into the fact that it is a thing that is semi-attributed to Journey of the West. Uh, in the incre I think this actually might be the loosest uh, form of... Uh, Goku, like even like I I cannot think of anything that is a looser translation of Journey of the West than this. Um, it is also interesting though because I it is something that I forgot about, but it's I I think it was something that I knew in the back of my mind, but it's something that didn't click until we had already we have watched something. Uh, we have something on the list. Uh from the uh, original creator of this property, uh, the original creator being um, uh, Buichi Terasawa. And he is the person who came up with Space Cobra. Uh, and this is a originally a manga that then turned into an OVA, also brought to us by someone whose work we've seen, uh, namely, actually, Cyber City 808 is one of the things that he'd worked on. Uh, that being uh, Yoshikawa or Yo, uh, what's it, Yoshiaki Ka uh, Kawajiri. Uh, another thing we have also done from him is a uh, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Uh, so he has a style uh, because I think we Vampire have actually more. Hunter D's nuts, am I right? <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, he has a style, and this one, boy howdy, uh, it has. A style a to thing. it. Um, yeah, uh, I think before we go in, I was not the only one who watched this, so please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Axe, and I'm here for a really old, 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 holy shit is it old, anime. Hi, I'm Torpid Typist, and I'm here for bitches what have lasers. Yes. Um... God, where do you even start with this? Um, this was a, I believe the OVA came out, I believe the first. So this Goku Midnight Eye uh, came out in two releases. 
uh, two OVAs. Uh, the first one came out in January of 1989. The second one came out in December of 1989. Uh, it, over here, it is usually referred to as Goku Midnight Eye 1 and 2 in Roman numerals. Um, you kind of can watch either one of them on their own, although I feel you get a better experience if you watch it all in one go because each one's about 50 minutes, so putting them together is not a too terribly long watch. Uh, so, you know, if you're looking to kill an hour and a half plus change, this is something that you could put on, but we'll see whether or not it's actually worth your time, uh, which in fact, I think going into it, uh, there's, I think it's best to kind of, let's just go into our impressions. So which one of you wants to go first? Okay. I, I, oh, God. Um, so actually, and yeah, Axe, I'm curious about yours because I know Torpo, you've seen this before. I've seen this multiple times, yes. Uh, <laughs> and Axe, this is the first time I take it that you've seen this? Yeah, about a good 70 to 80% of the stuff that we're watching, especially old anime, is stuff that I either didn't know about or passed on watching. Okay, so I'm curious. What was your take on Goku Midnight Eye? Um, well, I, I guess if I were to kind of give a blanket statement, I'd say that it was definitely interesting. Um, I enjoyed Steve Bloom. I mean, who doesn't enjoy Steve Bloom? Steve Bloom. Uh, yeah. Can, uh, uh, can I actually segue from something that because I do want to put a, uh, a not disclaimer, but uh, something I did not realize about this um, because it is worth noting if you're watching this. Um, Originally, Manga UK handled the stub. Um, like they were the first one that had it, probably from the early '90s. There's also a second dub of this that was done that I did not realize. Um, something. What was it? Urban? Because we looked it up. It was like Urban. It wasn't. It wasn't Urban Outfitters. But it, was it was Urban like, Vision. Urban Vision. I can't believe um, Urban Outfitters has gotten to anime dubs. Yeah. yeah Urban Vision uh, was a a translation house that opened up '96. Uh, uh, with the intent of bringing uh, anime over to the U.S. in a time where it wasn't quite as common. Uh, they did quite a number of things, but basically went defunct in the uh, the early 2000s and then completely went out of business, like absolutely folded in 2016. Uh, and the way we were watching it was on Retro Crush, uh, which bought up the, a lot of those licenses under the Discotech Media name. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's for clarification. Yeah, because I did want to point that out because, uh, yeah, Axe, as you mentioned, Steve Bloom uh, is Steve actually, Bloom. yeah, a lot of notable names, actually. So those were not the original ones. Those were the second one, though. It's actually kind of funny because I am going to imagine that that is a very early Steve Bloom. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll, I'll say uh, I watched it on Prime and uh the quality was good, and honestly, like, so for an early anime OVA, the act the voice acting was actually pretty good. See, it felt like the uh, voice actors had the right people directing them, like they knew what they were trying to get the voice actors to go for, um, and the voice actors that were themselves were able to deliver on that. I feel I didn't actually find anything particularly like, oh yeah, you, like you hear it, and you're like, yeah, that's that's anime, all right, you know, like. Um, except for in the second episode, when the, uh, 
the general bad guy is explaining his plot. I think that was probably the only section where I was like, yeah, this is pretty anime. This is like the, the cadence, the the tone, the, 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 the exactly the way. I bet you were wondering what I had been doing all these 500 years while you were uh. waiting. That that was the 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 anime part, not you know the lady with fucking handlebars making motorcycle noises, shooting lasers out of her mouth, or the tree that was actually a giant naked woman, or the. I'm getting to that right now. I'm talking about the voice acting. We get we you get we, we got to get to that, and also that's yeah. art. Yeah, that's that's art, not voice acting. You you guys stay with me, Torpid. We'll we'll get there. I promise. Uh, there were some really <laughs> stiff deliveries, though. There really were. Yeah. There, there are some good deliveries, and there are some bad ones. And like I said, when the, the villain in the second episode reveals his plan to Ryu? Ryo? Um, they they said Ru, but it's spelled Ryu. It's, right. Uh, just when, like they horribly misspell the main character's last name, because it's yeah. Ferenji, but they like spell like... I don't even remember. It was insane. But like when he's delivering that speech to the guy... It's it's extremely anime in the bad ways. Um, also, I feel like this came at a time where media had a specific trope, and it's a trope that I've kind of railed on, not just you know on here, but also when I've been doing my horror movie watch-throughs, and that is its treatment of women. And, oh boy! Right, yeah. And <laughs> I will. And, and obviously, things have gotten a little bit better. You know. As, as time has passed, but this is kind of a period of time when one of the biggest tropes in your storytelling was to have a woman either be sexually assaulted or just straight up raped. And the second episode really didn't do it for me specifically because they pull from that very tired and weary trope basket. And the series overall just really does not have a high opinion of women, it felt like. Um, but again, it's an old anime, so we gotta take it out as it is so uh it's actually something that um uh something that uh especially if you're familiar of cobra like watching a lot of like the stuff that's like i know a lot of people recognize it from the sega cd stuff um but if you have either read the manga or watched a bunch of uh space cobra stuff uh buichi terazawa has a style uh, and that is a sense of hypersexualization. Um, the thing is that if you like, I was thinking watching the first episode, you like the the naked peacock lady or the topless uh, peacock lady, the topless uh, motorcycle lady, and just in general, the Don't thing that his lady friend, the lady friend, also the thing and the is, tree and the tree, like especially like the tree, the tree uh, is fucking incredible. <laughs> it is, um, but Tuichi Ter uh, Buichi Terasawa has a thing of hypersexualization in which there is a lot of sexual energy in his, well, not even, like, in his design, rather. Rather not, like, the content. Uh, and you see it a lot in Cobra as well. Mm. A lot of very scantily, like, done outfits. Uh, mostly lady, but they're also, like, scantily-clad men, too, in that. The thing about it is, for the most part, uh... The thing that I find fascinating about it is they actually play like it's just kind of played off as very casual. Like it's not brought up at all. Like the tree, like the naked lady tree with very prominent like breasts. Yeah. 
I need to mention it was great because that didn't occur to me the first time I saw the tree on screen. But the second time when it does the slow pan down, it finally occurred to me that the tree was a giant naked woman. Yeah. But the thing is, they don't mention it like they don't like it's like you see like this, like like. It's not like, oh, hey, the the motorcycles lady lady's topless, ooh, like yeah. or something like that. Like you would kind of see. No, literally his only reaction is to, to her is that bitch shoots lasers. <laughs> that, no, that no, it's that bitch has laser breath. Get it right. Wait, wait. Um, no, the bitch has laser breath. Yes. Yes. Uh, but the thing is, is that it's kind of played off really, really casually. So, yes, it is kind of very sexual design but it's just it's not it's not meant to degrade in a sense it's just it's very casual in kind of then then episode two comes along and puts that all on the like it just it sets it up on a table and then just swipes it away like it is very bad about um frustrating it it falls into some of the the old it falls into very old habits because it's it's not every anime, obviously, but there are a good portion of animes where they have some kind of really just gross thing happen to women. And <laughs> I, I know that the idea is supposed to be that women are uh, more fragile than men. They're a little more vulnerable. And when a woman is violated or harmed, that's supposed to elicit a, a serious sense of, you know, disgust and anger and you know, fear or horrify or whatever, whatever you're going for with that. But it's so old. It was so old and tired before we even hit this. So it's kind of like, it, it is sad to see it kind of pop up because I was digging well, the it's shit out of episode one. Too, because Cobra didn't really yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because Cobra just, fucked, but like there was never really yeah. huge on the social assault thing or anything like that. Like, for example, like comparing Cobra. Uh, and this just could be because it was like this in the manga, actually, just thinking about this in comparison to the manga. Um, I'm actually wondering if it was like this in the manga and this was actually Maybe the like directorial difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing with the director with. Because um, <laughs> I'm thinking of another thing that uh, Yoshiaki uh, Kawajiri did uh, is Ninja Scroll, which is really bad about that. <laughs> oh, man. Ninja Scroll is so fucking bad. But this isn't Ninja Scroll. Yeah, uh, but just a point of in uh, a point of like comparison in terms of Cobra, uh, the um, shit, I forgot their last name was, but it's uh, Catherine and like Jane. Um, I forgot the the three sisters in that show. Yeah, like they're all like have a thing of Cobra, but they're also shown like and they generally are scantily clad. And part of the entire thing about that arc is that there are maps on their backs that you can only see when they're relatively naked. The thing is, is that like Domin, or I forgot what the last one is, uh, but she's actually shown as competent and she comes back in later arcs. Um, which is why that second episode is so frustrating. Yeah. And I mean, like, uh, cause I was looking up to see, cause there, there wasn't a, a very, a very uh, strong period of, uh, movies and anime that kind of, um, del- it, it kind of just di- like um indulged a bit too much in this particular trope. One that stands out the most was in 1972, Wes Craven's first ever movie, The Last House on the Left. 
and similar films like that, like I Spit on Your Grave. Like they all, there's a there's a block of media and a block of time where this kind of like, I just putting women in horrific, violent, sexually violent scenarios. And it was disappointing to see the show do that when you had such a strong first episode where, as you pointed out, it wasn't meant to be titillating and also wasn't meant to be degrading. It was just meant to be like, what if this was badass, you know? Kind of, um, like, I don't know. I haven't seen heavy metal, so I don't know. But from like stills and stuff, I guess they were trying to go for like a sexy badass kind of vibe. But I got that vibe from the first episode, and then the second episode, I just had flashbacks to fucking um, uh, Golgo. Yeah. But thankfully, the scene isn't as bad as Golgo, and it gets interrupted and that. But it's still, it's 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 a to get off of it. It's just it's a trope that really just I hope dies forever and we'd never re go go back to. But anyway, so there's that. Then there's also the art, which uh, as we've been bringing up is like it's very stylish. It's very interesting. It also has it, I love I love the look of old anime. I don't know if you ever just kind of sat there and just kind of looked at old anime. It's kind of like have you ever just like smelled a stuffy book like a really old book just like that smell. Yeah. It's yeah. the, the, the like kind of musty smell, but like, yeah. the aged pages and oh, it's great. That smell is what old anime looks like to me. That's, I, that's my best way to describe it. Yeah, for me, I have like a huge weakness for this kind of really just trashy fucking old anime. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It scratches a very specific itch in the back of my brain. So like, I go into these just like, oh yeah, let's do this. Hell yeah, Goku Midnight Eye. Uh, it, it's very much, um, the peak era, because if you think about it, um, if you think about media distribution in the late eighties, um, especially this is right around the time that the VHS, um, was, you know, popping out. So doing OVAs became, uh, more of a standard practice. Uh, you didn't have to do theatrical stuff and you didn't have to do just standard show stuff. So you could put out practically whatever you could, which gave, you know, directors a lot more of a content um, palette to work with. Whether or not, And then you have stuff like this where it allows you to go into more uh, territory that you couldn't really do on TV uh, and do some of the stuff that's in manga that you couldn't really do TV wise, although if you think about stuff like early 80s in like Japan, um, you know, Fist of the North Star was shown on like mm. pretty early TV. And although the violence in that is so stylized that it's almost like sanitized, but it's still it's still people blowing up. Yeah. But like like I said, you know, the anime from like the uh, 70s and 80s, they have a very distinct style and feel to them but like i said you know i compare it to like the smell of an old book it's it this it's just a slightly washed out in the back it's kind of it's almost kind of like it's been worn down you know what i mean like somebody's yeah. been rubbing on it with like a cloth for a few you know like 10 or 20 years See, there's just it's really interesting uh because like like one of the things we try to think of is does this look good and some things age really well like slayers Slayers aged really well, in my opinion, and, and other ones, not quite so much. And I liked the the 
the way this looked as it in its age. Like, is this aged very well? It also has a lot of really cool and interesting ideas. And you know, in the first episode, it has a lot of fun with itself and its concept. And you know, the idea is interesting because you get you basically given this character god mode almost. You don't have the immortality, but you they basically straight straight up say, yeah, my eye is basically god. I control literally everything within this city and i think he also says around the world too anything that runs on computers yeah and it's such a weird it's such a weird thing to go for like you could give him so many different like uh like things but to give him like the power over an entire like power grid and electronics with his eye all right okay you got me i'm i'm interested to see what you will do with it also, and don't I, forget his sweet extendable pole that shoots lasers. I will get to that. Um, I don't feel they put enough use to his eye. I feel like it was just very throwaway. Yeah. Like I, it, it wasn't, it wasn't delved into enough, in my opinion. But again, it's only two episodes. Um, it was also made in the '80s before, like the concept of the Internet of Things, you know, would come around. So. Yeah. And then as you brought up, uh, I I think the that pole is better than Goku's pole in uh, Dragon Ball and Dragon Yeah, just Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, he had a like, sweet holster for it. Did he like he just he I did no, it into he, his it's very he had a holster. Yeah, it's like you see it in like one like as soon as he gets it. But yeah, um like I said, you know, not to eat up a ton of time, uh the overall concept I find interesting. Uh, there are some plot points and tropes that really the the show could have done without, and it would have been just as fine. Um, the characters are interesting. Some of the line reads are good. Some of them are a little suspect. Um, and overall, I think it's got some neat ideas, and I wouldn't mind seeing some more of this property. If I don't know if they made any anything else on it, but no, if there they was have, definitely a lot more manga. But the OVA so, ends here. So like I actually, I actually did find so uh, a certain website has the manga uh, of this. Turns Great out there time. are only three volumes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, also, I found one. Uh, so yeah, the second episode is take it, taken directly from the manga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that it, explains a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This. So to answer the question. No, the, um, the, uh, the second episode is straight up from the manga. But I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing some more anime of this. And honestly, based on the premise, you could probably pull a halfway decent video game idea out of it. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It is a style like, okay, so. I, I agree with you, sort of. Not necessarily just this property, but it is a style that is all but lost, and in my opinion, it's actually kind of tragic, because it's... I like it. <laughs> no, I yeah. like it, too. I like it a lot. I, I like it. But, um, um, but that's all I, I I really have to say about it. Alright. Uh, so, Torpo, uh, you already kind of went over a little bit of your thoughts. What do you, what do you, What is your more detailed thoughts on Goku Minetai? <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's very stupid. It is very stupid, but I feel like that's part of the charm and the appeal. Uh, the art style, I actually quite enjoy. I do think the art style is pretty solid uh, overall. But uh, 
It's it's very goofy. Even if it thinks it's serious, it's very stupid. Because literally the first episode has a bunch of women with various parts spliced onto them trying to be badass. So, like, one was a cyber lady who had, like, long red hair, shot lasers out of her mouth, and had a fucking motorcycle seat and handlebars on her back and would make motorcycle noises. And a tiny man in armor would ride around on top of her back. Uh, and then there was the peacock lady who just fucking hopped wherever, hopped out, knew where people were out of nowhere, and would just flash her fucking many-eyed peacock tail, which, once again, important note, uh, lady peafowls are actually not, they're, they're very bland, uh, aesthetically, but either way, yeah, her, would just fucking hypnotize me, it was so dumb, it was so fucking stupid, and then there was the tree, the tree didn't do anything, but know that it was a giant naked lady. And it's just, it's it's a kind of, like, schlocky, goofy, taking itself way too seriously kind of thing that I really appreciate on a personal level. On some level, it's actually kind of, like, done later on with a lot more violence. Uh, Tokyo Gore Police, a lot of the concepts in this, I could see it having uh, an influence on a movie like that. Yeah, honestly, like, I feel like if it was any more self-aware, it wouldn't have worked. But because it takes itself so seriously, it's part of the charm for me. But, uh, yeah, no, it's in the far future. Yada yada, main character tries to solve an arms dealing ring problem. Arms dealer catches him, tries to get him killed. He stabs his own eye out and falls into a river. And then, and this never gets explained at all. Some dude rescues him, gives him his sweet future cyber eye that can hook into the Internet of Things and his sweet, uh, you know, sick staff. And then just goes like, go on, bro, amigo, have fun. And so he just goes on in the first. This is all the first episode. He just goes on this huge rampage of revenge to kill the arms dealer who basically killed the lady he had the hots for. And that's all the first episode. And honestly, it is the strongest of the two, like far and away. Yeah. Between the aesthetics, the writing was definitely better. It was just a lot of fun overall. And didn't really get skeevy in the way that the second episode did with the not one but two sexual assaults in the same character and the, the generally uninteresting antagonist. I will say, though, the ep- second episode did give us the scene where he flies his car up to, like, the fourth or fifth story of a building to shoot in and then immediately gets knocked out of the sky and has his car crash. <laughs> And it was great. But just in general, it was, it was, oh god, it was a far weaker showing, and it's kind of a shame, because the, the setup episode, the first episode, was so much stronger. Yeah, like, the only, basic, hmm? I was, yeah, if they, if they only did the first episode, and that was it, it would, I'm completely great, 100% yeah. awesome. Uh, the other issue with the second episode, too, is the fact that the, uh, it has a bunch of twists that it just piles on at the very end that are completely fucking asinine and really didn't need to be in there in the first place. She uh, was your mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her sister, her brother died 15 years ago. Yeah, no, it was all very stupid. I, I, I do think it is far weaker and it's a shame, but yeah. Because mm. basically the idea is, oh, there's a secret government project where we slap something called a shield generator and a dude, which they never really explain a whole lot about. And I feel like it's probably for the best that they don't. They slap a shield generator, dude, and it's this lady wants Goku to hunt him down because he's her brother, and then actually 
he's not and it just it turns into a whole fucking mess and at one point she gets assaulted sexually assaulted by her it wasn't her not dad i don't remember who it was but then also later on gets sexually assaulted by her not dad yeah it's someone who is like it's one of the people that's testing on his brother or her brother yeah a guy she works under basically mm-hmm. but yeah no it's it's all very dumb though it is fucking awesome seeing the car shoot the warp missile which teleports and teleports inside of the big villain of the episode and blows him up from inside. That was fucking metal. Yeah. Is that what happened? Because I couldn't yes. fucking tell through all the blinking. There yeah. was a lot of blinking. That is one of the biggest problems with the show is there's a fuck ton of blinking. But episode yes, basic... two more so. Yeah, specifically episode two. Yeah. Episode one's blinking was only really at the nightclub where they were trying to, mm. you know, show off that it was dark in there and all that shit. But yeah, no, it's... It's very dumb, and I love it. I, I, I will say, though, I if it was just the first episode, I would probably recommend it end up being higher than it is. But uh. either way, that's that's my general take on it. Goku is, in and of himself, very much meant to be like your suave private eye character in a fucking dystopian setting. But his, he, his, but his outfit torpid. His, his outfit's outfit, so good. I don't, I don't you see mean like problem. his fucking wide V-cut vest, his long black pants, his suit jacket, and his tie that just hangs over his bare chest? Yeah. It's it, brilliant. It's so while you're while you were talking, um, which I would mind you, I was listening. But I also yeah. was perusing the manga of this because also it's not that long. Um, but yeah. The it is the OVA is a straight adaptation of the events that happen in the manga. It's got a bit more of a baby face in the manga. Yeah, it's the art in the OVA is better than the art in the manga. That's for sure. Uh, also, the last scene in the first step thing is not as good in the manga as it is in the OVA. You mean where he's fucking desperately holding on as the water rushes out of the building and he's just holding on to the windowsill, trying not to fall to his death down below. And then Goku just walks in with the giant fucking head of this the motorcycle lady and just like, bye, bitch, and then shoots him. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, there's some really good scenes in this. I would at the very least say definitely... If you're at all interested in watching some like old schlocky anime, I would definitely say at least watch the first episode at the yeah. very least. Yeah, first episode, I would 100 percent. Well, we'll get to that. But Big also warning, titty. There's a lot, a lot of titty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of titty. Nothing else. But there's a lot of titty. The more I actually think about the second episode, I kind of feel like you could just get rid of it entirely because it doesn't. It doesn't do anything new or introduce anything that really, like, expands upon what happens in the first. Like, you don't get more of uh, Goku's backstory. You don't get more. Nope, you learn nothing. Yeah, no background on the eye. It's just, it's kind of doing, like, an anthology sort of thing with this character, you know? But, like, this episode, unfortunately, just, it, it serves no real purpose, in my opinion. But yeah, so that's it's my general take on it. Like, I don't have a whole lot to say, but I would say it's definitely worth watching at least the first episode. So, Lola, what did you think? Uh, like I kind of saying, uh, the first episode is infinitely better than the second. 
Like watching the first time, I'm like, God, yeah, I can see the Cobra in this. and It's great. And then the second episode happened. and I'm like, mm, I don't know if this was from the manga, even though learning it now is. it absolutely was. And it feels it, really it's weird. weird because right? It just feels completely different. Oh, man. Well, it's a good yeah. thing that this does actually tend to be released separately. So, um, but but I do think it's a little bit of a cop out to say that you can't include because if we're going to talk about it, we should probably talk about both. Um, but yeah, it's just it's like Cobra with a little extra. Um, but yeah, so I, I think I think we should get to ranking. Yeah, I don't really think there's really much else. To say about that, I think I've said everything I could possibly say about this. Yeah, so yeah, pretty good idea of where I'd put it at least. Yeah. Also, I forgot to do something real quick, Uh, namely put down what I was going to put for that because I uh, well, we'll get to that. You know, we'll do that a little bit on the fly. Anyway, we're gonna write this using our normal normal one to twenty one scale, with one being absolute mastercraft. 21 being uh, very not good, uh, even hard to watch it ironically for laughs and all that. So, Axe, where were you thinking of putting this? Um, you know, I'm kind of sitting comfy at 8. At 8? Yeah. All right, uh, Torpo. Yeah, I honestly, I would probably have rated it higher if it wasn't for the second episode, but I would say like, yeah, 8 or 9 would be fine with me. Maybe 10. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's about my absolute floor. Yeah, I like. I was also thinking, like, I'm thinking that eight range. If you're including them both, uh, so a very key uh, comparison point is at seven, which is Cyber City eight oh eight. That if one, it was the first episode alone. I would say it's better than Cyber City. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I was about to say. That's also, Cyber City also had an episode that dragged it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I could see putting it on the same level as Cyber City, actually. Well, I could agree with that, but like, I think eight's a better spot because yeah. the second episode is just so much weaker. Yeah, yeah, it really just it really brings now, the show down. Also, another there is also a very another kind of uh, comparison point in eight, uh, which, by the way, to say the things that are eight, uh, we have Area 88 OVA, uh, Digimon the movie, uh, Secret of Mamo or Lupin the third Secret of Mamo, Roller Games, Sweet Home and the first season of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Area 88 is another pretty decent comparison point yeah, uh because starts strong ends real weird yeah uh which also has really weird and out of place pseudo sexual assault scene in area mm-hmm. 88 but yeah i think i think actually 80, area 88 is a very good comparison yeah i think i think this is an eight yeah because <laughs> um because just looking at some of the stuff that you have in seven american gladiator cyber city 80808 uh fantasy kaleidoscope the mortal kombat movie Dick Arcade, The Running Man, and East OVA. I feel like those are just it, yeah. As I, a I would one hundred percent say it's definitely less than Space Cobra at the very least. But yeah, no, I think this is good. Yeah, I think eight is a good spot for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then also at nine, stuff like Fern Gully, Flash Gordon, first season, <laughs> first season of Mega Man, Phenomena. Uh, Somehow old... it felt less horny than Fern Gully. <laughs> Despite that's, the tits everywhere. That's the thing, but that's the that's the effect of the hypersexual but casual thing that Cobra has. Yeah. Where, but that's yeah. like that's a, the, a good thing about this. Like you can put tits right there, front and center, but it's what you do with the tits 
that determines if it's going to be sexy or not. <laughs> yeah. If you just put like tits right there on the table, just like a conversation piece, people go, "Oh yeah, you got some tits on the table. That's cool." It's like, but if you get them, you know, on a nice little negligee, it's the difference between porn and art. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're yeah. gonna put it at eight. Eight. I, I would. I would say there's no real gore, but there's a lot of blood. Um, there's also definitely the eye bit. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of flashing and a lot of titty. Uh, yeah, there's a so, sexual assault. So those are the sense. things I would. Yeah, I don't know what content they would go under, but yeah. Uh, I there was a decapitation, so I would say gore plus. Yeah, might as well. Um, it's flashing. Oh right, where's the one? What is the letter for? Not good stuff. I think it's A. Is it no? Is it Y for yikes? Well, that's its own thing. That's oh, okay. it doing of racism. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, they all kind of... I'm trying to just remember what is one that we had that had... Golgo. Where's Golgo? There you are. S. Sweet God, why the fuck did you choose this? Uh, okay, there's so much... Co- okay, I'm putting the gore to not plus because it doesn't fit in the box otherwise. Yeah, I mean, also, I wouldn't it. call it... Like Gore Plus, the the only decapitation was of a robot lady. This is true. And otherwise, was, it was just blood. There was also the lady that. Now I'm just remembering that. <laughs> Retro Crush in their Infinite Wisdom has a YouTube channel. Well, the U- the YouTube channel is not the Infinite Wisdom part. Uh, yes, <laughs> the nut. Yeah, they have Tell me about the, the nut. the The video clip that they have of the show that they have on their YouTube channel is the scene in which. Uh, Rue is having sex with a lady and her head explodes and the 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 clip is labeled No Nut November but in an anime. Okay. All right. So you bring that up while I was watching episode 2 and the super soldier was in the middle of having sex with that woman. I was 100% 100% expecting him to come so hard that he her head fucking explodes. blew out the back of her head. Yeah, I was fucking yeah! expecting that so much, and I'm kind of sad her back that it didn't way. happen. I am sad that it didn't happen. Alas, he didn't blow out her back in the way you might have liked. No, but yeah, God. Also, another one is labeled uh, the retro coach. Goku can't keep his eye off a naked peacock assassin. <laughs> They're all very clickbaity, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, God, but yeah. I. What did you think about the music? Uh, I thought it was eighties. It was definitely eighties. Yeah, it. I like God. the off-brand Bonnie Tyler in the fucking ending theme, but otherwise, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yeah. super notable. I mean, it it worked. It filled the scenes up with you know noise. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not something I'd like write home about. No, I'm not getting a soundtrack. Also, man, the thing like also Ryu looks like a King of Fighters character. He really does. Yeah, I see it. I mean, his fucking the the dad looked like off-brand M Bison. Yeah, I was yeah I was thinking that we when have I saw M it, like, Bison at home. It's like oh. This, what is this, Street Fighter? What's this he, bullshit? Except also the problem is he also, in hindsight, looks like Omni-Man. Yeah. 
But yeah, so like I wouldn't really say much of anything across all of the categories. Yeah, so which to clarify are music, charm, synth... God damn it, I forgot that Google Chrome changed the emotes and it's harder to see. Music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art. And I do agree, I don't really think anything stands out. No. Yeah, like... Another another thing I, 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 I thought of when I was watching it was it's just how the show isn't really action-packed, despite there are action scenes. Like, the entire feel of the show is kind of laid back. Like, it's very much just, it's taking its time, it's doing its thing. It'll get to the, the plot, you know, eventually we'll get to that big fight and all that. But, like, it was just very, the conversations were very laid back. There wasn't a lot of, uh, like... At least in the first episode, you know what I mean? I don't know if y'all felt the same thing, but I thought, like, I kind of felt like it was just, you know, a sort of relaxing watch. It was very interesting, and then episode two just kind of shits all over that, but... Yeah. Uh, I will say, um, I, I would agree. I wouldn't actually say anything, like, huge either for the the yays or nays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, boy, it was the XTs, wasn't it? But otherwise, not really. Uh, yeah, that... Um, just in general, I would say the way I would describe this is it's junk food. It's pure junk food. It's not going to fill you up. It's not going to be the most amazing thing, but it's enjoyable. It's an enjoyable experience regardless. I know you have the lettering for the different things like yikes and all that. Yeah. But I was also wondering if you might consider, um, depending on the, the different ones, if there's one that we could use to, to, to denote uh, uses crappy tropes. That's, um, I mean, in this case, it'd be Boy, It's the XDs, isn't it? Because it was very much indicative of the 80s in every yeah. form. Yeah. And also that the other ones kind of cover that. But yeah, that's what that emo kind of yeah, would works. entail. Um, yeah. That's all I really have to say about this. Yeah. Also, if you're going, technically, you could say um, why for problematic stuff, but I feel like that's more towards. It's tropey, but also it's this isn't exactly a great way of saying it, but it's so prevalent that it doesn't if I would mark it down, it wouldn't actually mean a whole lot, if that makes sense. It's a yeah. thing of its time, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, that being said, as a cap as a slight caveat to that, though. Uh, there are some anime that come out recently that I would say also have this, and I would have different. I would hold those two slightly different sta standards. Goblin Slayer. Oh, oh God, yeah, <laughs> Goblin Slayer. Uh, also, Absolute trash. What is that anime? That's the uh, very cute, but also the girls go in the caves and just get horribly mangled. Oh, um, made in abyss. Made in abyss, which. Mm, I'd argue there's a bit more to that than just saying that. That's actually being a little bit reductive, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah, but no, there there are some that still do it that have. There's dang trashy stuff will always exist. Yeah, yeah. Also, Goblin Slayers at its worst at the very beginning, but yeah, yeah the first episode also... first episode brings it up on a very very shitty note. But yes, either way, yes, yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's going to do it for Goku Midnight Eye. So, uh, Axe, before we close out, is there anything you want to 
like promote yes the autistic self-advocacy network and also your local aspca please adopt don't shop all right torpo uh twitch.tv slash torpotypist and at torpotypist on twitter uh and i would like to plug the hole in my heart made by the second episode yes so uh next time is going to be an interesting episode because by the time it comes out it will be a new year and i'm going to start or i guess technically we started it last year but i am you know doing the yearly tradition of let's like take a look at some of the stuff that we've put on this list and see if maybe there needs to be some rearranging going on i'm looking at robocop uh so I know for the most part, we're probably going to be taking a look at the ones and twos and seeing whether or not they need to be arranged or anything, but also take a look at some of the stuff we've ranked throughout the, or like, just kind of as we're going along, just to see if anything needs to be shifted around. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that is going to happen next episode. So I hope you tune in then, and thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you'd like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's RetroRank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lolotopuzzlo or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.